whatever looks like a case that the enemy has been using against you that case is sorted now before this day is over it is evident that your captivity is torn God has commissioned Bishop David Oyedepo to preach the word of faith, liberating men everywhere from all oppressions of the devil. Get set for an empowerment that will enable you to rule in the midst of your enemies and subdue them under your feet. Now, Bishop David Oyedepo. Shiloh 2015. And from glory to glory, Shiloh 2015. Now, guess it. Let's see whether you are really going there. Because where you are going to show and how you say it. And from glory to glory. From glory to glory, somebody is catching a lifeline for life tonight. Amen. Thank you, Father. Lift up your two hands all over the world and desperately desire an encounter with God tonight. Give expression to your desperation. Show me thy glory, God. I want an encounter with you tonight. Show me your glory tonight. Blessed be your name in Jesus. Precious name we have prayed. Remember, Shiloh, among other things, is a mountain of answered prayers. So I'd like you to be calculative in your prayers. Don't pray prayers for the sake of praying. Pray, pray, expecting answers to your prayers. Pray, expecting instant answers to your prayers. That man said in his testimony, I knew I prayed through. On this mountain, on every issue of interest to you, you are praying through. You believe that? Let me hear your loudest. Amen. And so shall it be. In the name of Jesus. Before you sit down, let me show you these that will help you get saved. As soon as they entered into a covenant to serve God, they have all started. 
as soon as they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers with all their heart and with all their soul. Verse 15 said, God gave them rest round about. It's a covenant keeping God. The moment you sign up or on any covenant issue, you have committed God's integrity. He sees you as having done it. It's only when you didn't do it that then you have him change his mind. So for any one of us who we care to enter into a covenant to maximize the blessedness of this season, it is on the spot turn around that you will receive. At the instance of that covenant, sickness will be dropping off your body. Barrenness will be turned to fruitfulness. Defeat will be turned to victory. Lack will be turned to plenty. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, send forth your word tonight. And let there be interruptions of the miraculous. As your word is going forth, begin to raise the cripple. As your word is going forth, begin to open the eyes of the blind. As your word is going forth, begin to give supernatural conception. As your word is going on, begin to open destinies up. In the name of Jesus. Let the light of your word shatter every air of darkness. And let your name be glorified. Give the Lord a big hand and get seated. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Every time you pray according to the will of God, you have committed his integrity to respond. Sanctification is the will of God. And so when you seek sanctification, you are committing God's integrity for response. Because that's what Jesus came for. His name shall be called Jesus, for he shall deliver their people from his people from their sins. Matthew chapter 1, verse 21. Jesus didn't come to work miracles. There were all kinds of miracles in the Old Testament, including raising of the dead. In the ministry of Elijah, in the ministry of Elisha. Jesus came to redeem the soul of man. His blood was shed to redeem our souls. And so when we get out to pray for sanctification, we're touching the heart of redemption. And God is under obligation to respond. One way to maximize this wave of glory 
is to assess the grace for sanctification. For this is the will of God. First Thessalonians chapter 4. Even your sanctification. This is the will of God. So it is the will. And first John 5:14. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, then we know that we have received our petition which we have desired of him. Why is this so important? All the blessings that accrue to us in a revival, they are rewards of our engagement. But without sanctification, our engagement has no worth. It devalues our engagement. It makes our engagement of non-effect. Let us therefore have grace that we may serve God acceptably. Hebrews 12, 28. with reverence and godly fear. For the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seed, the Lord knoweth them that are his. And let everyone that nameth the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. But in a great house, there are not only verses of gold and silver, but of wood and of earth. Verses means instruments. Instruments mean people. Offering services to God. If any man purges himself of all these things, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and made for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. The foundation of God for acceptable stewardship is sanctification. And if that foundation be destroyed, the righteous can do nothing. The redeemed becomes helpless. The good news tonight is this. There is no unforgivable sin with God. Hear what David said. If I hide iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear me. But he said now, God has had me. He said, verily God has had me. How can God hear a murderer? Because he's forgiven. How can God hear an adulterer and a murderer at the same time? He has repented. Murder was written off. Adultery was written off because it was repented of. Therefore, no matter where anyone may be coming from, whatever you truly repent of from here, you'll be free from it forever. 
to you never go back to that vomit again you'll be empowered for unquestionable victory somebody believe that let me hear your loudest amen We say we have not seen when we have seen. You better add that one to it. You can't be repenting of stealing when you are not stealing. When we say we have not seen, when we have seen, when we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. But if we will confess our sins, He's faithful and just to go forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Right off. You must determine to leave Shiloh 2015 with a change of raiment. Every filthy garment must be taken off your body. Then will your engagement be profitable. Then will your engagement be valuable. This is vital. This is important. Every time you see the righteous, I said it in the morning, put first John 3, 7. Let no man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. Not he that preacheth new way of righteousness. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. He that doeth righteousness what to do, not what to speak. It is not doctrine. It is action lifestyle you see Jesus has delivered you whatever you do does not matter it's a lie the Bible says don't let any man deceive you he that doeth righteousness is righteous somebody is breaking forth give me that old time religion Give me that old time religion. Give me that old time religion. It is good enough for me. It was good for Paul and Silas. It was good for Paul and Silas. It was good for Paul and Silas. And it's good enough for me. So give me that old time. Give me that old Give me that old time religion and it's good enough. It will surely take to heaven. It will to heaven. It will surely take me to heaven and it's good enough. So give me that old Religion, give me that. Give me that. Oh, and it's good. There must be a number of SU in the house. I mean, so you're catching up with it. Now, whatever won't take you to heaven is not worth it. First John 6 9 to 11. Know ye not. That the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom. First Corinthians, please. 6 9. 
shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Be not deceived. Be not deceived by any kind of teachings from any source. Amen. Sin is sin, no matter who is sinning it. Amen. Be not deceived, neither fornicators, nor adult idolaters, nor adulterers, nor effeminate, nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners. Shall I hear the kingdom of God? But such were some of you. But ye are now washed. But ye are sanctified. But ye are justified in the name of the Lord and by the Spirit of our God. Therefore, I decree that by the Spirit of holiness, every filthiness root in anyone's life be destroyed finally tonight. This is so important. This wave of glory, the world has never seen it before. The outcome will break the pride of the world. Can anything good come out of Nazareth will become the exclamation. Because these black faces we change the world like the world has never experienced. Amen. You must not miss out of that show. It's a heavenly show. Where ordinary looking people will begin to command the attention of nations by the hand of God upon their life. This is very important. Is sanctification the foundation of a glorious destiny? Please note the following fundamentals. New chapters only open to believers when they encounter God. Every encounter with God opens a new chapter to a man's life. Amen. Abraham encountered God. A new chapter was opened to him. Moses encountered God. A new chapter was opened to him. But follow peace with all men and holiness. Without which no man shall encounter God. That means you're stranded. It takes an encounter for the next chapter of your life to open up. And no one shall see the Lord without holiness. In the name of Jesus, every trap of the wicked to disqualify anyone here from making the most of this season is caused by the blood tonight. On this mountain, you will meet Jesus. On this mountain, you will encounter Jesus. 
The Bible says, but godliness is profitable unto all things. How many things? How many things? Having the promise of the life which now is and the one which is to come. So it is at the root of profitable living. It takes sanctification to enjoy all and profiting in our lives. I pray tonight that no one will miss out of this awesome season that heaven has brought us into. Think of prosperity. You shall sit as a refiner of silver and purify the sons of Eli, Levi, that they may offer unto God offerings in righteousness. Then shall the offering of Judah and Jerusalem be pleasant unto the Lord as in the days of old and as in former times. So it's not a game of give and receive. There is a particular lifestyle required for your seed to be acceptable to God. 1979, I was in a conference. I was speaking. And in those days, when you finish speaking, they ask questions. Because there are not many anyway. So you finish speaking and then somebody will say, excuse me. And ask a question. Then you answer the question. <laughs> Amen. So one young man just came up. I can't remember whether it was a man or a boy or a girl. He said, Isaiah 66 and verse 3, he that killeth an ox is as if he slew a man. <laughs> he wanted to confuse me. I said, don't read it out of context. Start from verse 1. Amen. If you don't understand verse 3, go to verse 1 and start. It will clear up. If you pick a verse in verse 19 of a chapter, don't disturb your life with it. Start from verse 1. You'll find out what they are trying to say. Can I hear your amen? amen? Now, let's read that. Isaiah 66, verse 1. He said, Thus said the Lord, The heaven is my throne, and the earth is my footstool. Where is the house that we build unto me? And where is the place of my rest? All these things have my hand made, and all those things have been, said the Lord. But to this man will I look, even to him that is poor and of a contract heart, who trembles at my word. Yes. Otherwise, verse 3, who he that killeth an horse is as if he slew a man. That's how unrighteousness devalues your seed. No matter what to bring to please God in your unrighteousness, it's counseled. He that Killeth an ox to sacrifice to the Lord is as if he slew a man. He that sacrificed a lamb is as if he cut off a dog's neck. He that offered oblation is as if he offered swine's blood. And he that bringeth incense is as if he blessed an idol. Yea, they have chosen their they have chosen their own ways and they are so delighted in their abominations. I'm not taking their seed. I don't need your stuff. Nineteen seventy nine. A childhood friend of mine said we were on vacation 1974 and then he came to say hi to me in Ibadan. 
I said, David, that's his name. I said, um, the Bible says that if you take anything that is not yours, you are cutting down on your life. I'd forgotten. And I was doing from chapter 17 of Jeremiah and verse 10 of it. As the practice lays eggs and hatches them not. So is he that getteth riches and not by right. He shall leave it in the midst of his days and at the end shall be a fool. David was reminding me last year. We met at Landmark University. He said, can you remember what you said to me in 1974? 74, what was it? He said, you read to me in Jeremiah chapter 17. You quoted to me in Jeremiah 17 verse 10. As the ostrich lays egg and hatches them not. So you see that getteth riches and not by right. He shall live it in the midst of his days and at the end he shall be a fool. So you don't steal to give an offering. You don't collect stupid bribe. Come and give an offering. So everything about your life and my life requires this root. He said, all that foundation can no man lay than that which is laid, which is Christ Jesus. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 11. So, it takes sanctification to flow in revelation. Amen. Because without are the dogs. Mark chapter, Mark chapter 4 verse 11. Unto you is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of God, but to them that are without all these things are mere stories. So you can't assess the mysteries except inside. Except you are inside. In the name of Jesus, these glorious waves will not leave you behind. Please understand, it takes the helps of God. It takes the ministry of the Holy Ghost to live a sanctified life. And in the name of Jesus, you are not going to miss it. For if we live after the flesh, we will die. But if we through the spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, we shall live. So we need to engage the ministry of the Holy Spirit to destroy the root of filthiness. So we can live the life that pleases God. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In the name of Jesus Christ. He said, blessed is the man that feareth God. That greatly delights himself in his commandments. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endure. A sea shall be met upon the earth. The generation of the upright. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. Wealth and riches shall be in his house. And his righteousness endure it forever. This man. Gives. But he gives in righteousness. Therefore in the name of Jesus. Whatever devalues your stewardship, devalues your offering, you are free from it on this altar. In the precious name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Engaging the wonders of divine visitation. Every divine visitation is ordained for man's change of position. I am come down to bring them out of the land of Egypt to the land which I promised their father Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. 
God came down to change their story. Every divine visitation or call, which we call a revival, is ordained for our change of position. From one level of glory to another, and from another to another, and from another to another. That's what God is here to do. To bring you and me to that platform where we just keep moving without stress from one realm of glory to another, from another to another, and from another to another, and from another to another, until he comes. I caught a word in 1982, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 18. The path of the justified is as a shining light that shines more and more and more. Just keep doing it right. You keep shining more and more and more and more and more and more. If you are not shining more and more, you are not doing it right. You may be sanctified, but I do doing nothing. You are not going to see a change of position. You may be busy with activities and you are not sanctified. You won't see any change of position. Also, there has to be a balance. Now, can I tell you this? Like I said to all of our co-laborers who are in ministries who are pastors if your church is not growing you are not in a revival amen if your church is not growing forget about the grammar you are not in a revival if your church is not growing you are not in a revival forget about explanation it is the economy of the nation it is the location of the church if your church is not growing you are not in a revival you get you get angry if the church is not growing you are not in a revival if your life is not changing level, you are not in a revival, sir. <laughs> if your business is not changing level, you are not in a revival. Every true revival changes the positions of those who engage with it. Amen. From glory to glory is changing me. He's changing me. He's changing me. From. And the love of God shown to the world. He's changing. He's changing me. His likeness and image to perfect in me. The love of God shown to the world. Everything true revival keeps changing people from earthly things to heavenly and by so doing changing them from one level of glory to another amen most of the time we need to get we need to be provoked to have a change of position no plane will take off until he overcomes friction the earth says you won't go he says I must go then it goes up most of the time we need provocations to experience a change of position we need it between now and next Shiloh as the Lord liveth not only will be surprised at you but you will become a surprise to yourself you will become a surprise to yourself. 
Somebody believe that. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. What I've been trying to do yesterday and today is to see how each one can assess his standing. Am I in a revival or am I just an onlooker? Am I engaging with the revival? How many still remember the celebration of the ark in 1 Samuel chapter 4, verses 4 and 5 and down to 8? The ark landed in the camp of Israeli army. There was a shout. Hey, we got it. And by the power that the ark represented, the earth rang again. The earth rang again. Vibrations. Earth tremor. Earth quake. Announcing the arrival of his majesty. For the Lord reigneth, let the earth tremble. But they never engaged that presence. Even the ark was captured. I mean, and not the power of the Most High was captured. But it was not engaged by man. Amen. To show how much power was in it, it, that ark was put in the shrine of Dagon or Dagon. Dagon shifted, the statue shifted, the statue moved. And say, Ark, you came to this shrine and fell flat. They say nonsense. They took the statue, put it back. They make incantations. The statue say, The one who created me is in this place. And after they left, shifted, shifted, shifted. Oh, Ark, I bow, bow. And then the hand. The feet, everything scattered. That's how much power was not engaged. Arush Karadato Cesar. That's what the revival is all about. It's the ark of God arriving in the midst of a people. And people just smile. Oh, I just love you, Jesus. Love you, God. Love you, God. Until the ark is captured. And then become defeated again. Look, the form fear of ministry will make a mismate of anybody. Yes. Mismate. Just find out and say, man, where is he there? Where is that man right now? Where is he now? Is he in the country? Has he left? What is he doing right now? <laughs> Minister? Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody's story will be like that here. So it's not enough to have a strong wave as we're having it now. It's important to personally engage with this move to maximize its deliverables. Amen. Somebody's changing level. That looks like you. Let me hear your loudest. Amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. How do we know when a revival is in place? When 
serving God with our time, strength, and skill becomes a thing of pleasure. Then we are in a revival. When serving God with our time, our strength, and skill becomes a thing of pleasure, then we are in a revival. We have left all and we have followed thee. What shall we have there? Matthew chapter 19 and verse 27 to 29. Behold, we have forsaken all and we have followed thee. Everything that we are is surrendered to you. What shall we have there? He said, There's no one who has left all these things for me. We shall not have many food more in this present time and in the world to come. Life everlasting. Hundred foods. When serving God becomes a thing of pleasure with your time, your energy, your skill, then you are in a revival. When that becomes the culture of a congregation, that congregation is in a revival. When that becomes the lifestyle of an individual, that revival is in that individual is in a revival. Praise God. <laughs> when God occupies the central stage of your life, when only what interests God moves you. Amen. One time we were going for an outreach, you know, a follow-up after a crusade, and then it was 170 kilometers away, and there was no resources, financial resources to go. I got very excited. I said, the full animal that Arias cattle from Sokoto to Lagos is not born again. And he didn't die. What is my eternal life for? That you can't take 170 kilos. What is it there for? You go 10 kilometers per time, take a break, and go again. Carry a staff like a cattleman. Amen. You are going after a sheep. Somebody came and brought money. I wasn't happy. I wanted an experience with God. I love him so much that trekking 170 kilometers was no issue. Was no issue. When serving God becomes a thing of pleasure, serving the interests of the kingdom becomes a thing of pleasure. With your time, with your energy, with your skill, then you are in a revival. I'm saying this for you to know whether you are in it or not. Whether you are in it or not. Number two tonight. How do I know when a revival is in place? When going to church becomes a lifestyle, you are not being pushed or coerced. You are not checking time. Okay, time is gone today. I may not be able to go. <laughs> Daily in the temple and from house to house, they cease not to preach the apostles' doctrine. Daily in the temple and 
from house to house. Every revival drafts men into church. Attract men into church. Attract men and women into church. Going to the house of God is a vital characteristic of a revival. Vital characteristic of a revival. This is so important. In the days of Paul, at a particular place in Asia, he was there for two years. Daily. 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 That's where we are going. That's where we are going. (laughs) Just like going home after work is natural. Except you are backslidden. Going home after work is natural. Not that this office is far. I'm sleeping here today. May God say, go. He said, no, I won't go. Said, this man may want to steal. He calls police to come and pick him. <laughs> you know, this man that wants me to lock him inside. I don't know what he will be doing inside. No, you see. So going home is natural. Going to Jesus becomes natural. To meet him in the temple becomes natural. So when you are dragging, you are not in a revival. You are in somewhere else. Was glad when they said to me, Come, let's go to the house of the Lord. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of God than doing the tents of wickedness. How amiable at the tabernacles of God. That is the lifestyle of a man and a woman in a revival. He's not struggling with it, just jumping at it. Oh, you don't know the country that we are in. Are there no drunkards in your country? Don't they go to bar every day? Which country are you? You don't know the demand of my job. Are there no people who are higher than you in your job? Who go to drink a bar every day and go to brothel? Every day. In fact, if the woman in the drinking bar didn't see her, I will call. Excuse me, you are not here yet. What's going on? They say, I'm coming. And you know what they say? <laughs> when they get there, they say, service. So they are in their own service. <laughs> they are in their own service. They say, service that I've come to my church. <laughs> That's their church. And they go there religiously daily. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Daily. They'll be driving and, swing, um, and whistling. It's <laughs> <laughs> going to church. It's going to the church of Satan. Where his value will be eroded. Where we'll finish the service and can't find his shoe. And then they took the car key from him so he won't go and have an accident at home. So he's trekking home in the night. <laughs> and slept in the gutter. Woke up at 5.30 a.m. Oh my God. No, they say, oh, oh my gosh. <laughs> God won't put you in that kind of condition. It's gosh that can put you there. Don't let the devil torment you. And their own has no time. You arrive there at 7. When is 11? Say the day is too young. The service? Bring four more bottles. <laughs> then it's 1 o'clock. He has been just in 7. 1 a.m. All night. When they say to me, come, let's go into the house of the Lord. 
Man, I got saved 1969. You can count on these two hands. This I was not in a church. Where will I be doing what? Where will I be? Where will I be? So when going to church is a burden to you, you are not in a revival. You are in the crowd. You need certified salvation to flow in it. <laughs> you, your salvation needs certification that this man is now properly saved. Otherwise, singing to church is the lifestyle of any man in a revival. You are just going. You are just going. You are just celebrating. That's life. That is when you are in a revival. Number three, when divine visitation amongst the people begins to translate into supernatural turnaround testimonies, then we know that we're in a revival. When divine visitation amongst the people begins to translate into supernatural turnaround testimonies, then we know that we're in a revival. Turn around testimonies, turn around testimonies, then we know that we're in a revival. Zechariah chapter 3 verse 17 The Lord thy God in the midst of thee Is mighty Glory to God <laughs> When the widow of Nain's son Was brought back to life The people exclaimed Ah A great prophet Luke chapter 7 verse 16 Has arisen among us And that God has visited His people Every revival comes along with Turn around testimonies for people who are told here in one of the teachers today that Peter had a turnaround testimony eh? in the revival led by Jesus. Net breaking, boat sinking dimension of testimonies. Then you are in a revival. When things are turning in your favor. By reason of your engagement with the move of the spirit, then you are a partaker of the revival, not an onlooker. How do I know when a revival is in place? When every home is fast becoming a church. That is house fellowship centers. Then you know that you are in a revival. Let me speak to us here. There is no mega church that has a future without the home cell system. God will never allow any super mega church to rise without a home cell structure that is working. Because God does not tempt anybody with evil. For all my co-laborers in the house, pastors across the nations, we are in the days of super mega churches. For in the last day shall come to pass that the mountain of the house of the Lord shall be established on the top of the mountains and shall be resolved above the hills and all nations shall flow. We have been experiencing church growth. We are going to begin to experience church flow. Come and say church flow. Okay, so the home system is God's idea 
of managing the super mega churches of his agenda. There's no other way. Moses managed a three million strong congregation by the cell system. By the cell system. Today, the church here in Faith Tabernacle has one of the largest cell systems in the world. I don't know what exactly it is now, but I knew it was 25,000. People jump at, please, we need a cell in my house. When they are replicated, please, please, please. That's a revival. That's a revival. Amazing testimonies. A young convert, Muslim convert, woman, had a child that died and went out in the night to the zona center and couldn't find nobody and put the child at the door. At the gate and turned back. Jesus, prove that you are Lord. There is nobody here I can get now. Prove that you are Lord. By the time you the child has stood up and sat down, wonder who brought me to this kind of place. It's a distribution of the ark of God into homes. Amen. Divine presence manifesting itself in the favor of God's people. You know, a lot of people just don't, they feel what a body, what a body. You can't go any higher. No. 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 Almost every house was a church in the early church. Almost every house that you see is scattered and greet the church in his house. Greet the church in his house. There are little, little churches of the main church in houses. Somebody's breaking new ground. May your house be worthy of a cell system. May you not shut your door against the ark of blessing. May you not be reacting to the ark in your house. That when the brethren come, you'll be banging the door from inside to outside. You come outside, you say, (laughs) reacting against the blessing. Reacting against the blessing, may that never be you forever. When, how do I know that a revival is in place? When serving God with our financial resources becomes a delight. Come and say, serving God with our financial resources. Becomes a delight. <sighs> you saw an eruption of that in the Acts of the Apostles. There was not one of them that was in need. Everyone that has houses and lands sold them, and distributions were given to the people. 
they sold their possessions and goods and parted them to all men as every man had need. Serving God with your resources becoming a delight. Then you are in a revival. You are what? You are in a revival. Not when somebody is coercing you and prophesying to your pocket. It is from you, your inside, that you are serving God with all of your desires. Willingly, joyfully, excitedly, you are not being pressed. Glory to God. Many years ago, as a student, the Spirit of the Lord came upon me, and we had our leaders. I said, Now, everybody, go and bring all that you have, everything you have. I said, I brought my own from house. All that you have. I said, a few brothers. Amen. Everything not knowing what next. What next to eat. Everything. I'm privileged to be one of the most blessed people in the world today. Somebody said that $150 million worth is an insult. And every $150 million. No. I'm worth the riches of Christ in heaven. The riches of his glory. You need it, it comes. That's what they call wealth. It's not something you kept somewhere. When serving God, you see some people, people think we are playing games. They think so. I found this long before. When giving becomes your lifestyle, particularly kingdom promotion givings, not political givings, not giving something somebody so he can support you tomorrow, you still can cover you. Then you are in a revival. They said the time is not come that the house of God may, should be built. And so they began to labor in vain. Nothing was working. And then the, prophet, the prophetic word came. And then God stirred up their spirit and changed their position. Somebody's level is changing. So when giving remains an hazard for you, you are not in a revival. You are not in a revival. There's no point saying, uh, what do you mean? That's what the Bible says. Yes. In the time of Jesus, Mary Magdalene and other Marys, they were serving God with their substance. Luke chapter 8, verse 1 to 3. The ruler of the synagogue built a synagogue. Luke chapter 4, verse 1 to 7. That's what the revival is all about. It turns you on for God. Your time, your energy, your resources. You're there. In the name of the Lord Jesus, the blessings of this revival will not elude you. You believe in me and your loudest amen. The blessings of this revival will not elude anyone here. Let's try to round up. How do we know when the revival is in place? When multitudes begin to flow into the church, then we know that we're in a revival. When begin to flow into the church, then we know that we're in a revival. In the 
revival of the early church we had the influx of multitudes over and again over and again until a time when almost the whole city gathered together in one place to hear the word of God now watch it the time is coming in our various nations and in this country Nigeria we are on Sunday morning there will be no life on the street everybody will be in church everybody will be in church every church that is in a revival will be jam packed can I hear you loudest? Amen. First time they had 3,000 addicts. Second time they had 5,000 addicts. As for four. At 514, they had multiple men and women added. At 6, 7, the number of disciples multiplied greatly. At 1344, almost the whole city gathered together. Well, the good news is this that is being reenacted. As in every city, in every town, as you covenant with God to engage with this spiritual move, with this move of the spirit, that is being reenacted in your city. It's being reenacted in your town. It's being reenacted in your village. Almost the whole city will be gathering together very shortly. Somebody believe that? Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. God signaled a visitation here May 2nd, 2015. And I heard him. I, the God of wonder double, is visiting you. Now, let me tell you what it was. Strange encounter. Got up Sunday night to check if I could get some materials on church growth for the conference that was coming on. And there was I. Touched a book that looked like the one I was looking for. But it was not. And I read it, 50 Years of Medicine Ho by Yonggi Cho. So I said, let me see in case he has any materials in there that could be useful for my own sessions at the seminar. Suddenly, I saw double on page 71. 2 a.m., it wasn't the book I was looking for, but when I saw it, it I got glued to it. From page 1, 2, 3, 4, 7, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 71. What? I saw how young Cho prayed in 1961 for the church to be double within one year, and it became 150 in 63. He prayed again for the church to be doubled in 1964 or 1963, and the church doubled to uh, 300. Prayed again for the church to multiply by three. And the church went up. And the Holy Ghost said to me, that's what I was telling to you, that I, the God of wonder double, I got it on Saturday, I saw this on Sunday night, so Monday morning. And I had a knowing that in seven weeks, it would double the number. So we got into it. Like fire. Come and say Fire. Every time you engage with divine visitation, it changes your position. Wait, watch. The last frustration you saw is the last we ever see. From Shiloh 2015, your life, your family, your career, 
your business. We'll be going forward from glory to glory this wetlessly. Multitude flocking into the church. That shall be our experience across our various nations. In the name of Jesus Christ. And finally, when there's an outbreak of signs and wonders and diverse miracles among the people, then we know that we're in a revival. That is a major feature of a revival. Signs and wonders and diverse miracles among the people, then we know that we're in a revival. My prayer tonight is this. That the grace to plug into this move and remain in there to maximize the blessedness of this move of the Spirit. Receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive it now in the name of Jesus Christ. Something I will interest you is this. Every revival advances the nation that hosts it. Every revival. Let me speak to the destiny of our dear country, Nigeria. Nigeria is changing position supernaturally. Everything you think has never worked, we start working now. Every nation that hosts the ark of God is blessed for it. Every nation that hosts the ark of God is blessed. For it. Very interesting story I captured many years ago about South Korea. 1945, South Korea had a population of 12 million and there were only 400,000 Christians. 12 million, only 400,000 Christians. And her per capita income was $50. One of the poorest nations of the earth. By 1985, 40 years after, Population has grown to 48 million, and now they have 12 million Christians, making 25% plus from 0.3% to 25%. Per capita income jumped to $7,000, and she became 13th industrialized nation of the world. Every nation that hosts a revival is blessed. As the revival begins to wane, the blessing began to fade. You see today in quite a number of countries around the world that used to have the move of God and began to write it off by some demonic legislations. And you find things just going down, children carrying guns and shooting everybody you can find on the road. They were not there before. No, no, they were not there before. Every move of God moves the nation that holds it forward. Now, I can tell you this. No devil can stop Nigeria from going forward. This nation, I know in my lifetime, will emerge and be listed among the world powers. I know. Because this is the mystery that advances the nation. Bringing the ark of God and keeping it there and maintaining it there nation goes forward. For all of us who have come from various nations, all of us who are in various nations right now across the earth, understand that engaging with this revival is the cure for the challenges of that nation. Watch it. 
Watch it. Nigeria will become one of the most peaceful nations of the earth. God-fearing giants will rise in Nigeria in all sectors of our life. Selfless people who will build big-time industries, employ a huge number of people, will begin to rise in our country. They will be rising from the platform of this great revival. So understand, we are not just doing something to bless the church. No, we are engaging to bless the nation. Every nation that accommodates the act of God changes level. Nigeria is changing level. Nations of Africa are changing level. The nations of the world who will engage with this revival are changing levels. In the name of Jesus Christ. In the name of Jesus Christ. Wherever the Bible goes, all through history, there goes civilization. Wherever the Bible goes, there goes civilization. Please understand this. It hasn't changed. How can you jump from far behind to far in front in 40 years? Amen. We are going to beat that record. Nigeria will beat that record. Many nations of Africa that are here will beat that record. As we begin to find the revival fire and super mega churches begin to rise in every city of our nations and multiples of them in many single cities man we will choke the devil out of existence he said keep not silent until Jerusalem became the praise becomes the praise of the earth so people that are fanning revival fire we are changing the position of our nations I've set watchmen over their walls who will not be quiet day and night. Ye that call upon the name of the Lord, keep not quiet until he makes Jerusalem the praise of the earth. Man, I'd like you to say about your nation, this nation must become the praise of the earth. Call your nation by name. Call your nation by name. Call the nation where you are sojourning by name. Interesting. Isn't that good news for Nigeria? Anybody waiting for this nation to be destroyed is wasting his time. A nation accommodating the ark of God cannot be. Not when the people have the ark are engaged in the ark. This must bring solution to our nation, bring rest to our nation. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a big hand, everybody. Come on, give the Lord a big hand. The destiny of our nations are changing. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Hallelujah. Every move of God restores the glory of God's people. Now, now, please take that because that's yours. Whatever glory you may have lost to the manipulations of the wicked, your hour of restoration has come. 
your hour of restoration has come. Joel chapter 2 and verse 21 to 25. The Bible says, Fear not, O land, for the Lord will do what? Be not afraid, ye beasts of the field, for the pastures of the wilderness do spring. For the tree beareth her fruit, the fig tree and the vine do, do ye their strength. Be glad then, ye children of Zion. And rejoice in the Lord your God, for he has given you the former rain moderately. But we cause to come now for you the rain. The former rain, later rain in the first month. And what happens? And the floors shall be full of wheat. Mm. And the fat shall overflow with new wine and oil. And I will restore to you the years that the locust has eaten. The canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, I agree, which has been among you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. And praise the name of the Lord who has dealt wondrously with you. And my people shall never be ashamed. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory. Glory, glory, hallelujah. The church is marching on. Now you like to sing it this way. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Glory, glory, hallelujah. My life is moving on. Come on now. My life is moving on. Now listen to me. Every revival is accompanied with supernatural waves of restoration. Restoration of every lost glory. Restoration of your rights that have been contested by the devil. Restoration of what belongs to you that the enemy is holding back from you. It's waves of restoration. I therefore decree tonight whatever anyone may have loved to the devil till day be restored to you in full. Now listen to this. In this ongoing revival, one Mrs. Florence served with the whole of her heart in prayers and witness to the lost. She also caved into all prophetic words like a dream of the night God visited her. I said, in seven days, every runaway husband will return home. After a Sunday service, she called her husband, whom had been separated for nine years, to come and take her home. Amazingly, he obliged. Today, they have reconciled after many failed efforts in past years. Nine years separation just ended like a dream of the night. The years that can come as eating just disappeared. Just caught a prophetic word that brought about her blessing and made a call. Hello, is that my sweetheart? 
come pick me home. He said, wait a minute, I'll be there shortly. And that ended it. The years the cankerworm has eaten. I have you here. This is from one day day. The husband left the marriage. And during the covenant day of recovery, she believed God for speedy recovery of her marital destiny. Bishop declared during that service that your runaway husband, wherever he is, shall return to you this week. The same day, my husband returned. Not the following day. Restoration. 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 Somebody's breaking new grounds right now. Someone went out to evangelize and met a woman, a lady that was damn trodden. I said, Jesus loves you. Come over and be at our marital breakthrough banquet tomorrow. And she told her all our deal. And the witness said, Jesus will do it tomorrow. He now asked, are you married? He said, my own will be done tomorrow. My own will be done when? Two of them came to church. That same day, the word came that even today, someone will receive a proposal. Come and say today. today. By 5 p.m., she got it. 5 p.m. of same day. Ah, yeah. She's been delayed over the years. The years went over. Good news. The one she invited called her with excitement on Monday. Hello, hello. Just to let you know, I got the proposal that I've been waiting for. Our own happened the day she said to happen. The one she invited happened the following day. We are in the days of restoration of glory. So whatever represents shame around your life must drop on this ground. Whatever is making people ask, where is your God? Must be turned to testimony in your life. Somebody believe that. Let me hear your loudest amen. Let me hear your loudest amen. Somebody here was testifying about her, his business. Very interesting testimony. This is from one Matthew. A required breakthrough in his business to facilitate this, to fast track these encounters. He decided to close his business every Saturday to engage in soul winning and praying for the kingdom. To fast track. Come and say to fast track. <laughs> you have to engage in obedience of faith to commit God's intervention. So she, he shut down his business on Saturdays. Throughout the month of June to the second week of July, nothing seemed to happen. But in the third week, he was invited to write a contract proposal. To the glory of God, the kind of contract I have never been engaging in my life was given to me the fourth week of July. Stagnation broken under eight weeks. Under what? Under eight weeks. We are in the days of restoration of the glory of the saints. Please understand this. Something is breaking forth. What we are drinking from now was 
a revival that broke out in the 70s. And those who engage with it are still eating the fruits thereof. What are you talking about? Restoration of glory. Who dash monkey banana? When will a church start thinking about, about uh, building universities? How? Church designs in those days don't have car parks because there's nobody coming to park a car there. No. You have bicycle park. <laughs> that the church committee has been contributing money for, for the past three years. So there were no car parks. They, they don't think about it. It's not total. Now, you know how many churches are built by churches in Nigeria? How many universities are built by churches in Nigeria? How many? Because of the glory. Restoration of glory. Now, somebody said there nobody has ever built a house in their family. But one in the village, one in the city. In one year. Something is changing in your life. This move is not a burden. It's ordained for your change of story. This move is not a burden. It's not let build a church. No. This let me secure my destiny. Let me preserve posterity. Let this nation that I live in be a place that people will be excited to live in. Let there be a chain that will give everybody an opportunity to live. Can I hear your amen? It's amazing. It's amazing. Somebody went out with his last suit, having suffered a crash in business, and with a Jesus smile, he said, hit the field and got some souls saved and brought them in to be brought to church on Saturday. On on our way home, same day, first million contract, second one, third one, engaging with the move of God moves your life forward. Moves you from one realm of grace to another. Restores the lost glory back to your life. Whatever may have been lost to you is coming back in Christ's time. He said, for your shame, you shall have double glory. 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 One Esther of Parag got married 2011. Since then, they've been waiting on the Lord. And she was busy just reaching out to the lost. And in their office, she was sharing in their fellowship. And one atheist came around while she was saying, Those who seek the Lord shall not lack anything, any good thing. She said, Excuse me, are children good things? He said, Yes. Why has God not given you one? And she smiled. He said, I knew that day was my day. That same month she became pregnant. Amen. If you don't despise the mockery, you will miss the glory. If you don't despise the mockery, you will miss the glory. Ah! It's time to despise the mockeries so you can earn the glory and flow in the glory. It's time to despise the mockery. One of us here went out witnessing to Christ about Christ to the people in his neighborhood, in our neighborhood. And then a friend of our senior sister called the senior sister, warned your sister 
from disturbing us in this area with her gospel. After church, why can't she go home? So the sister now called her and said, why are you disturbing people? Go home now. If your God is that so good, why is he not giving you a child? <laughs> My daughter Florence said, Jesus is you they are talking about. Following day, following Sunday, she went. That same man she took it. That same man. It's time to despise the mockery. You are too concerned what people will say. That's why you're not going forward. That's why God is not saying anything to you. God is not saying anything to you. It's time to despise the mockery. It's time to despise. So you can have the glory restored. Your glory is about to be fully restored. Don't let any devil rob you of it. As we close tonight, please remember this. If you will sign up tonight to engage with this move maximally, hear this. Every blessing that accompanies a revival will start manifesting in your life right now. You believe in let me hear you loud as amen. If you will sign up to seek first the kingdom of God and all its varied demands from this very night, every other thing will start being added to you. Maybe I can help you with this. After I signed that covenant, September 12, 1976, I have lived an anxiety-free life till date. Absolutely so. Absolutely so. An anxiety-free life. Sir, I saw a future shorter than the present. Shorter than the present. Everybody around me knew I've carried God on my head from that time. When we had no opportunity for honeymoon in our marriage, neither here, neither there, neither there. Zero offering in our own time. No offering is given to a preacher. You preach for free and go away for free. Sir. I was running like a jackal after Jesus. Ah, it works. It works. It works. It works. Not that I'm free from debt. I've never been indebted as a person. This church owes no man living or dead. It's a multi-billion institution. Can I tell you this? We've never had light out in Kenan land since 1999. 1999. 1999. You say, is that Nigeria? No, it's heaven. Heaven. We've never had dry pipes. Thousands of people live on this campus. Once. Once. I told you it doesn't work. Every revival is accompanied with his glory. Every revival, I said, whoa, 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 whoa. I said, We have never had power outage here. 
as you take off, the other one takes on auto. No waste of energy. Today we have a gas plant on this campus that supplies our energy needs all out. Amen. Every time we have bought an aircraft, we bought it cash. Not going through bank except to collect exchange from them. Cash. The glory. The glory. The glory. In the name of Jesus the Christ, every struggle of your life comes to an end today. From that date of September 12, 1976, my struggles ended about anything in life. My struggles ended. Somebody's struggle is ending finally tonight. Can I tell you something of interest? Every move of God is accompanied with waves of financial fortune. Waves of what? Waves of financial fortune. Waves. Waves of financial fortune. Waves of not playing games, not gimmicks. Waves of financial fortune. All these things that others are dying to get, they shall be added unto you. Now, Second Chronicles, chapter fifteen. And verse 12, we are going to use it to pray. And they entered into a covenant to seek the Lord God of their fathers. You can act first with all their heart and with all their soul. And then they went forward. That whosoever will not seek the God of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. And they swear unto the Lord with a loud voice. My wife is here. She signed that document with me in 1976. We were in caution. I read it to her. I said, do you agree with this covenant? She said, yes. I said, sign here. Sign. She signed and dated it. Signed 12th September. It's not, it's not something whether you did or not. It was a deal that God, I turned my back on everything that would stand between me and you. Everything. I've never had a dream of a house in my life. I've never dreamt of an aircraft in my life that I slept and the only dream I'll dream is an aircraft. But I dream salvations, deliverances, rescues, Restorations. God built us a home back in Lagos, sometimes back, years back. The time to check the drawing, I didn't have, though. The time to check, yet it's my field. The time to check, I didn't have. The time they gave it to me, I didn't, couldn't check it. So when I went to check what they were doing, they had already roofed. 
And I said, where is my room? So they showed me. Oh, it was late to correct anything. I didn't have time to check nothing. I, I couldn't have time to check. What are you checking? Check this plan. Check this purpose. Check this plan. Check this purpose. Seek ye first the kingdom. And all these things shall be added unto you. I want you to be initiated into that mystery. Somebody said, Matthew 63 works like fire. I want you to be initiated into it. Be initiated into it by covenant. I enter into a covenant with that truth, that mystery. 12th of September, 1976. Man, it will be 40 years next year. I've been trading that truth only. And it's taken me from some level to some level. I've left the valley at least. I've left the valley at least. I've left the valley at least. At least. There won't be less than 175 nations today on this program. No. Nigeria is fast closing up to about 1 million now that attended last night. Watch. Watch. I was running on foot to catch up with Divine Agenda. I was going on borrowed motorbike. Somebody's helmet fell off from my back. He said, help me. I said, Mark, where it is. We can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait to catch up with a meeting that has no offering in it. Can't wait. And there were not many tips in those days. So when we came back, we still found it. The thing was there. The helmet was there. I said, Mark, the place, Mark. We can't wait. We can't wait. We can't wait. This thing works in the name of Jesus. The same way my struggles ended, your struggle is ending today. Your own struggle is ending tonight in the name of Jesus Christ. They entered into a covenant. They swore with their whole heart and with the whole of their desire. And God gave them rest round about. Rest round about. My wife is here seated. We've been running around like this 39 years back. Now, not one day have I sat with her to discuss a problem because there's no problem to discuss. Come and say rest round about. There is no problem to discuss. So I have never prayed, oh God, pay the staff. Did I employ them? He did. Rest ran about. Rest ran about. That's what you are living with from here. But until you did what you do what they did, you can't have their experience. Therefore, don't be slothful. But followers of them who through faith and patience obtain the promises. You can't wish it. You have to take the same step. If you don't take the same step, you won't get to the same place. You have to take the same step. I never read that when I did this. It was from inside me. I knew that this thing needed to be documented as a covenant. So I won't sway from it. Sir, I have the raw writing. The, my raw writing. And there were no typewriters then. 
or no computer or anything. I wrote it by my finger. She signed, I signed. The original is my file. Original. It's in my file today. I kept it like a marriage certificate. Amen. Man, I have lived under that covenant till date. I never knew how to pray for children's school fees. I didn't have the need to pray for it. This church never paid one dime school fees for any of our children. Man, it works. But you know what I see? I see many of you sharing testimonies far higher than what I'm sharing with you. It's done. Before we pray this covenant prayer, and each one signs up with God and goes home to document it. You document it before you sleep tonight. Even if you have done it before, now do, do a renewal. Just like your license is expired, you want to renew it. You now do a renewal. Covenant renewal. I today recovenant to make you the center of my life. To make you the, my reason for living. I turn my back on everything that will stand between me and you. Lord, the promotion of your kingdom remains my eternal motivation. And then you sign it. If your wife is here, she signs. Then you put your hand on it and say, it's done. If it's not here, when you get home, you go and sign. <laughs> Glory to God. Amen. It binds you to it. And you begin to enjoy the blessedness thereof. Come on, one more time. Give the Lord a big hand of praise. Shout hallelujah. Very quickly before we go on to this covenant session and close in the service tonight. Wherever you are, both here in Canaan land and in all of the various centers around the world, the beginning of your journey to realms of glory is salvation. All have sinned and have been blocked out of the realms of glory. Romans 3.23 so salvation is the stepping stone into the realms of glory. If you are here and you are not born again yet, I'd like to give you that opportunity and pray with you. In case you claim to be born again, but there is no fruit to show, you better be reborn again. So there can be fruits to validate it. For by their fruits we shall know them not by their smart words, by their fruits. Has anything become new since you met Jesus? If nothing has become new, then you better jump up and be part of this rescue call. For if anyone be in Christ, it's a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Hallelujah. One, somebody was saved from the court. He said, my pattern of thinking changed. My mentality changed. He said, suddenly everything just turned around me. That's the proof of redemption. Wherever you are tonight, you want to be born again. You want to be saved. You want your sins forgiven. You want your name in the book of life. You want to start up on the journey into realms of glory. And end your journey in eternity with Christ in heaven. Wherever you are tonight, please stand to your feet. And I'll be praying with you in a moment. That place where you are. God bless you. Please stand up. Stand up and receive Jesus tonight. Now, there are also people here tonight 
that need to rededicate their lives to Jesus. Wherever you are, you want to rededicate your life to Jesus. You want to reconnect back to the fountain of life. Because a broken branch is dead. It's only a matter of time. It will soon turn brown. You want to return back to your God tonight. Please stand to your feet. And I'll be praying with you at the same time. God bless you. God bless you. Everyone that wants to dedicate his life to Christ, please stand. Stand right now. Wherever you are, please stand. You want to dedicate your life to Jesus, please stand. As you are standing, please be moving to the nearest aisle to where you are. Some church officials are there to assist you. In filling out your card very fast. Jesus is Lord. As soon as they made that covenant, he gave them rest and an about. As soon as they made it. When you make that covenant out of a true heart tonight, you find rest like a river flowing through your soul. Your struggles will come to automatic end. You find yourself living in another world. And people wonder, are we staying in the same world? No, you have changed your level. God has changed your level. So please prepare your heart to renew that covenant for those of us who have made it before and those who are here to make it to enter into that covenant tonight and as a result on the spot everything that is contrary to that covenant will be dropping off your life everything contrary to that covenant will be dropping off your life that will be your experience tonight in the name of Jesus everyone out there that is rededicating his life to Christ across the various viewing centers please move forward now to the altar area where you will join us in prayers at the same time. Jesus is Lord. Amen. For all of us who are standing to receive Christ and to dedicate your life to him, please bow your heads in prayers. If you have not finished your form, you finish that later on. And your right hand to heaven with your heads bowed. And pray this prayer of faith after me right now. Say with me, Lord Jesus, I accept you tonight as my Lord and my Savior. Forgive me my sins. Wash me with your blood. I believe you died for me. On the third day, you rose again that I might be justified. Right now, I believe my sins are forgiven. I'm justified by your blood. I'm saved. I'm restored. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I am free from the power of sin to serve the living God. Thank you, Jesus, for receiving me. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Thank you, Jesus, for restoring me. Amen and amen. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. Keep those hands up. Be blessed in the name of Jesus. I cover every one of you tonight with the precious blood of Jesus. Remain covered in the day of his appearing. In the name of Jesus Christ. So shall it be. In Jesus name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Church give the Lord a big hand for them. Give the Lord a big hand for every one of them. Shall we all rise to our feet tonight? We are going to sing this song. I hear the sound. Of the army of the Lord. 
I hear the sound of the army of the Lord. He said, that sound of praise. He said, sound of war. The army of the Lord, the army of the Lord is marching on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We sing that song, you are enlisting in that army. The glorious army. The kind the world has never seen, and neither would there be any like them until the years of many generations. They are going to be transgenerational record breakers. They break records that stay there for generations to come. Amen. Amen. Come on now, let's sing that song. chapter 2 the book of Joel chapter 2 and verse 1 began to describe this glorious army that will precede the coming of the Lord blow ye the trumpet in Zion and sound an alarm in all my holy mountain let all the inhabitants of the land tremble for the day of the Lord coming I'd like you to listen to this description and make up your mind whether you want to be a part of such army. Verse 2 The word says a day of darkness is coming a day of gloominess a day of clouds of thick darkness but as the morning spread over the mountains a great people will emerge in the midst of that day of gloominess. There has not been ever the like neither shall there be any more after it even to the years of many generations 
a fire devoured before them. And behind them, a flame burning. The land before them is like the garden of Eden. Ooh. God is restoring Eden back to the end time church. Yeah. And behind them, a desolate wilderness. You are not part of it, you are just in the wilderness. Yea, nothing shall escape them. That means unquestionable dominion. Unquestionable what? The next verse. He said, the appearance of them is the appearance of horses. Men of unusual energy. Men like horses. Yes. He said, and like horsemen, so shall they run. Now he went on and said, as like the noise of the chariots, men like iron, on the tops of the mountains, shall they leap. Like the noise of a flame of fire that devoured the stubble, as a strong people set in battle array. What an army. What an army. He went on and said, before their face, the people shall be much pain. All faces shall gather blackness. He said, they shall run like mighty men. They shall climb the wall like men of war. And they shall march everyone in his place and everyone in his path. Visionaries. Men walking in their own specified path in Christ. Not trying to do what somebody else is asked to do. Now, he said in the next verse, they shall run like neither shall one trust another. They shall walk everyone in his own path. And when they shall fall upon the sword, they shall not be wounded. He said in the next verse, they shall run to and fro in the city. They shall run upon the wall. They shall climb up upon the houses. They shall enter in at the windows like a thief. They will know what you are thinking in your room. Amen. See, I don't know what exactly you are thinking in your room. One of my sons came to me, and as I was talking to him, he said, sir, that's all I came for. The question I came for is what you have answered before I ask the question. Enter into your heart, to your secret places. Now in verse 11. He said, and the Lord shall utter his voice before his army. For his camp is very great. And great is he that executed his war. For the day of the Lord is great and very terrible. Who can abide it? If you are not inside this move, it's a risk. It's a risk. The land before us will soon be turned to the Garden of Eden. But behind us, it will be desolate wilderness. Our faces shall be back Gathering blackness, only the church will be shining. Can I tell you this? Are you interested in enlisting in this army? Engaging the prayer altar in advancing the cause of the kingdom? Reaching out to the lost with all zeal and zest? Praying for the establishment of souls in the church of Christ? for the ministry of the gospel to flourish in your day. Lift up your two hands and do whatever you will with that opportunity. Do whatever you will with that opportunity. If you want to enter into that covenant, it's your choice right now. Make your choice to enter into this covenant right now. Lift up your voices to heaven. I renew my covenant of kingdom first lifestyle tonight 
I enter into this covenant of covenant, this covenant of kingdom advancement engagement as a lifestyle. Tonight, if you will enter into that covenant with your God tonight, enter into that covenant with your God tonight. If you will renew that covenant again tonight, somebody's praying right now. Somebody's entering into a covenant with God right now. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus. Precious name we have prayed. Yeah. I'd like you to take time out tonight and script this your covenant with God in your note or any free space in your Bible and put today's date there. Watch the outcome in the next 12 months. You shall be singing a new song. It shall be clear that you have found it at last. It shall be clear that you have found it at last. In the name of Jesus. Now, nobody serving God is permitted to serve sickness. Nobody serving God is permitted to serve disease. You shall serve the Lord your God. He shall take sickness away from your body. Tonight, let's put that covenant you have entered into to test. Because with that covenant, you are not permitted to carry sickness or disease. You know what he said? A faithful ambassador is held or is ordained for healthy living. Is ordained for healthy living. Everyone that is committed in one way or another to reconciling the world to Christ is entitled to divine health. Therefore, on this prophetic platform, I'm going to pray over you. Because God cannot say no to his word. Put your hand on any part of your body that is challenged. If you don't know where it is, put your hand on your chest. If it's any organ in your system, put the hand on your chest. And watch right now as you fix your eyes on Jesus. The faithful witness. As you fix your eyes on Jesus. Your savior and your healer. You fix your eyes on God. The covenant keeping God. Now watch. Watch. It shall come to pass in that day. Not over many days. Now is the accepted time. Today is your day of salvation. By the covenant you have entered into, your rest from sickness and disease is established. Right now, I command. Every spirit of infirmity 
tormenting anyone under the sound of my voice across the nations of the earth. Come out in the name of I cause the plague of every form of sickness and disease tormenting anyone right now under the sound of my voice. I command your liberty now in the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord Jesus, every failed organ and failing organ in your system bounces back to life. That heart situation is healed now. That blood disease, high blood pressure, hypertension, diabetes, Cleared now. That plague on your chest, that plague on your back, that spinal situation. I command every pain in every part of your body, every discomfort, every torture, every torment. Be set free from them in the name of Jesus. Whatever came with you here as an affliction is turned to a testimony in your body that migraine is gone. That stiff neck is over. That goiter drops off your neck now. In the name of Jesus. Sickle cell anemia is healed. You are delivered from HIV AIDS. In the name of Jesus. Every terminal disease such as cancer, man, brain tumor, blood cancer, bone marrow cancer, everything called terminal disease, I command them terminated now in your life. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every oppression of the devil, such as spirit husband, spirit wife, everything tormenting you in your night season, I command an end to them now in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. By this prophetic word, you wake up in the morning tomorrow singing a new song. By these prophetic arrows, all your enemies are crushed under your feet. Tonight is declared a night of encounter for you. You have entered into a covenant of rest and God has given you rest from your enemies. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. All that believe in this prophetic ministration, lift up your two hands and give God thanks. Give him thanks from the depth of your heart. He's done it again, again and again. 
and glory to his name. Thank you, Father. David Oyedepo has just placed in your hands the key to all-round victory, exploits, success, and unquestionable dominion over all life's challenges. The end has come to all your struggles in Jesus' name. Please share your testimony with us. Write Bishop David Oyedepo, 21688 Ikeja, Lagos, Nigeria. Call 774-7546-774-7547-774-7548. And best of all, come hear the man of God live as you worship with us at Faith Tabernacle, Canaan Land, Kilometer 10 Idiroko Road, Otta, 